When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. Once again, I am your host, John Jr. And of course, as always, got my guy, my co-host with me, Greg Penniman. Greg, what is good, man? What's going on? You know, just kind of trying to ride this momentum. Uh, got the part one done. Now trying to get you know get to that uh, competitive to get those nice calls. Uh, get money time. You know, I'm I'm excited for this part. It's my you know uh, closing time. So hopefully I can get back on that winning streak too. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm I got a little streak going. So uh-huh. uh huh. Hopefully, you know, we could continue that. But uh, as we, you know, feels like cheating, but it was earlier today that we broke this down. So I uh, just want to be, be you guys to be aware of that if you hear something that we say and maybe sounds a little outdated, we are recording this podcast. We're literally recording this right after we recorded part one on Wednesday. So, um, so you know, part one, obviously, already out. You will have listened to Minnesota, New Orleans, Tampa Bay at Detroit, San Francisco at Arizona, Miami at Las Vegas, Atlanta at Kansas City, Chicago at Jacksonville, Cincinnati at Houston, Cleveland at New York Gi- New York Jets, Indianapolis at Pittsburgh, and New York Giants at Baltimore. Woo. So, that was a lot of games. Now we got to cover uh, six more games. So, or is it five more games, rather? Five more games. So, um... Yeah, let's jump right into it, man. So first up, 4.05 p.m., we've got the 5-9 and nine Denver Broncos traveling to L.A. to take on the 5-9 and nine L.A. Chargers. This is a 48.5-point total. The Chargers are three-point favorites. In terms of injuries, uh, Royce Freeman and Phillip Lindsay, they're both uh, DMPs on Wednesday with hip injuries. Uh, Bradley Chubb, he was also a DMP. And for the Chargers, Joey Bosa, he's questionable with a concussion. And Keenan Allen, he is questionable as well. Greg, where are you in terms of this matchup here? Uh, with this game, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take Denver to cover. I'm, I'm going to take the Chargers to win. I think it's one of these wild, high-scoring, very close type games. Um, you know, I think uh, Herbert definitely in play as a QB1. Uh, Austin Eckler uh, in play as an RB1. You know, hopefully he can bounce back and close. Uh, you know, ha- can been struggling a couple of last couple of weeks. Uh, Keenan Allen, great receiver for you, wide receiver one, as well as Mike Williams is able to, to go. And uh, Tyron Johnson has some intrigue in, in deeper leagues. Um, and Hunter Henry as well. I think all these guys are in play because it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, and on Denver side, uh, because I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, I think Drew Locke is going to have some streaming value. I, I mean, if you don't want to, if you want to go for it, I think he has some super flex value. But I don't mind. I don't think you should do it definitely in war, one quarterback leagues. I just think he definitely will score some points. Uh, Melvin Gordon, 
Uh, I think he's got some borderline RB1 value. And Tim Patrick uh, is probably the only receiver I'm looking at. But no offense. Definitely a good pass catcher coming off one of his best weeks last week. Uh, continue to play him as a, a tight end one. Yeah, I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take the over here. I'm gonna take the Chargers to cover Chargers to win. I'm I'm with you on uh, the the Denver side, man. Uh, something about you know I did write Drew Lock down, but I'm like I'm not gonna tell anybody to play Drew Lock. Right. But I'm with you. There's upside here, uh, especially you know I think if you play DFS, I think there's some upside mm-hmm. here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Melvin Gordon, like you said, also in a, in a really good spot here for, uh, for Denver in a revenge game as well to, uh, Tim Patrick, no fan as well. Uh, Melvin Gordon, you know, he's touchdown dependent, but, you know, Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman, both being, you know, being DMPs with a hip, that's more potential workload for Melvin Gordon on the charger side, Herbert. Showed us last week the weapons aren't necessary for him. He's he's a very good quarterback, so uh, continue to have confidence in him. Tyron Johnson, uh, he has some intrigue in deeper leagues. Um, you know, if Keenan Allen is healthy and active, I'm playing him. But uh, Hunter Henry, he came through last week. I'm starting him up this week. And then Austin Eckler, a nice spot as well. This Denver run defense, uh, not very good. And so Austin Eckler should be able to take advantage of that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one of the things that we did not talk about while we moved to this next matchup, uh, you know, the nine and five LA Rams traveling to the 10 and four Seattle Seahawks, 47 and a half point total Seahawks are one and a half point favorites game is at 425 PM on Sunday. One of the things that we did not talk about, uh, because this news broke after we, we were done recording and the podcast was already up on Monday night. That Cam Akers is out with a high ankle sprain. Uh, so he will miss this game. He will miss the rest of the regular season. Uh, how he even played the rest of that game with that high ankle sprain, uh, that's kind of wild because he was still looking good. I mean, must have had all the adrenaline going and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, he, you know, similar to what Christian McCaffrey did. So, hey, Christian McCaffrey and Cam Akers both have in common that they played for, through a high ankle sprain for you. But anyway... Uh, Cam Akers uh, dealing with a high ankle sprain. So Daryl Henderson will be the lead back, uh, proposedly, uh, supposedly. Um, and then Brandon Shell for the Seattle Seahawks. He is questionable with the knee. And then Greg Olson, tight end for the Seattle Seahawks. He is designated to return from injured reserve with that foot injury. So um, for me, I'm going to take the under here. Going to take Seattle to cover, Seattle to win. Uh, both these teams need to win this game here. Um, you know, they're both in lead, you know, potentially could take this division. So, um, you know, they're battling for this division. So, you know, this game should be toughly matched, uh, as, you know, indicated by the one and a half point line. Uh, for the fantasy analysis, I'm going to take uh, Robert Woods. He's dominating in target share for, over the last three weeks for the Rams, 28% target share. So start that man up. Uh, the Seattle defense is playing much better, but uh, you know the the again the Rams do need to win this game. But you know, uh, you know Cam Akers is out, so I expect them to lean on Daryl Henderson. I'm also in on Tyler Higby again. Uh, again, we like as we talked about last week, he's playing more snaps, he's being more involved, uh, he's seeing a higher target share. That means you know obviously that Cooper Cup uh, is is a less viable play. 
Uh, although it's you know it's tough not to sit him uh, given this this matchup uh, this this game uh, the implications of it uh, Cooper Cup you know thinking that he wouldn't be involved I I don't know it's tough but if you have a better option go with it uh, for the Seattle side I'm I'm out on Russ I I'm out on Tyler Lockett uh, I'm not gonna tell you to sit DK Metcalf I I know what happened last time but. It, it will absolutely kill you if DK Metcalf is on your bench with a week winning game uh, in championship week. Uh, you know, just remember Jalen Ramsey's a bad man. Uh, Greg, where are you at with this matchup? I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take Seattle to cover and Seattle to win. Uh, on the Rams side, I'm with you with the receiver. I think Robert Woods definitely the guy you have to play. Uh, definitely wide receiver one value. I'm not going to hesitate. I'm going to play Cup, you know, with some good flex value. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Cam Maker is not going to be able to play, uh, so he's, that was probably the only running back I would you know trust in Championship Week to give me some great upside. Uh, but other than that, I'm not really playing him. Not really looking to Jared Goff as well. Uh, on the Seattle side, it's tough benching Russell Wilson. I wouldn't be you know I wouldn't you know argue against doing that. Um, no, but I do have the over here. I think Russell Wilson can score some points, so I think he's giving you in that. QB 15 to kind of 13, 15, 17 range. So uh, you can play him. But if you need upside and points at other position, at that position, I don't mind playing him. DK Metcalf, I definitely am still playing him as well. Uh, definitely out on Tyler Lockett. And, but playing Chris Carson still, I think he still can give you. Oh, yeah, definitely playing Chris Carson. Yeah, still can give you some RB2, strong RB2 upside. So uh, Baker or Russ? Baker. Uh, Ryan Tannehill against Green Bay or Russ? Oh, yeah. Ryan Tannehill's a top three play this week. Gotta be top four. Ryan Tannehill's gonna kill this week. Um, Kirk Cousins against New Orleans or Russ? Uh, there I would take Russ. Matthew Stafford against Tampa Bay or Russ? Mm, I'm gonna... That's tough right there. That's real tough. Because of the game script, I, I think Stafford will end up with slightly more points. So, yeah, I'll take Stafford. Phillip Rivers or Russ? Uh, there, I'm going to go. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, then we'll go Phillip Rivers. You know, Phillip, you know, Pittsburgh's defense is also very banged up. They have, like, literally no linebackers. Like, you might have to suit up one time. I, I know I was gonna ask you, Mitch or Russ, but yeah, I'm gonna oh, go you Mitch. said I might have to suit up one time. Yeah, you yeah, might. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely might. True. I definitely might have True. to at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was gonna ask you, Mitch or Russ, but I already know you're gonna take Mitch. But uh, all right, yeah, I, I just I I'm I'm really he Russ hasn't been cooking. I saw a meme yeah. today of no, he Russ hasn't. cooking lately, and it was him in a McDonald's hat, uh, and that's kind of how I feel. Um, because he's a game manager these days. Yeah. But anyway, uh, you know, again, like I said yesterday, like I said on Monday's show, he has the ability to pull three rabbits out of his hat. He he can. Russ, he has magic. Uh, you know, there's just some players that just have the ability to just be on one one day, and Russ can be that guy. But Russ has not been that guy as of late. This Rams defense, very good. I don't want to take my chances, but, uh, you know, you have more confidence than me. That is why 
there's two of us on this show. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, <laughs> the uh, f- next up, we've got the 425 matchup. It is the 4-9-1 and one Philadelphia Eagles traveling to Dallas. We take on the four, the five and nine Dallas Cowboys. This is a fifty, a forty-nine and a half point total. The Philadelphia Eagles are two and a half point favorites. In terms of this, in terms of injuries, Zeke Elliott, Dallas Cowboys running back, uh, was out with the calf injury. Quote likes his chances to return this week. Uh, so something to monitor there with Tony Pollard, obviously having a breakout game. Um, for Philadelphia defensive end Josh Sweat, he was he's out with the wrist. Uh, Jalen Rager, wide receiver, he is dealing with an ankle injury, so he's questionable. And the wide receiver Deshaun Jackson uh, activated from the or he is designated to return from the injured reserve uh, was out earlier in the year, uh, so you know not really fantasy relevant. But you know if he is active, maybe this is a potential boost for Jalen Hurts here in the pass game. Greg, where are you at in terms of this matchup? Uh, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take Philly to cover, and I'm going to take Philly to win. Uh, on Dallas' side, if Zeke's able to go, that kind of kills both of their you know, their prospects. <laughs> uh, you would rather want one to start. Um, I think now they're both kind of bumped down to RB2 value. Um, but, you know, Car- I, I'm not really also trusting uh, Andy Dolan in this situation as far as championship week. The rolling one I'm really trusting is then uh, Mark Cooper uh, and C.D. Lamb as far as pass catchers. I think Mark Cooper being the top guy he should bounce back this week. Uh, didn't do well last week, but Tony Pollard really dominated everything. Uh, and C.D. Lamb can give you some flex by as well. Uh, on Philly side, Jalen Hurts, of course, is going to kill this week. Um, definitely in start of the week consideration again. Um, so he should be able to play for, well for you. Um, Miles Sanders, I think, is in a good spot, and I think you can play him. Um, but that's pretty much it for me. Jalen Hurts uh, makes it happen with whoever's on the field. You don't really know who's going to be. Could be Greg Ward, could be Fulgham, could be you know Rager. But uh, Hurts is the, the consistent one. Yeah, man, this offense, this Philadelphia offense is running through Hurts right now. It's it's almost like uh, a Kyler Murray light, almost like a Josh Allen light um, in, in how this offense is operating through Jalen Hurts right now. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to take the over here, taking Philly to cover, Philly to win. Um, yeah, Hurts, again, start that man up. Um, I think the bigger question, and we'll get to this after I run through this, Greg, is is – who do you play over Hertz? Because uh, that's been the question that I see a lot on Twitter. That's the question that a lot of people have been asking. Do, you know, do I play this guy or Hertz? But we'll run through that in a little bit. But uh, Miles Sanders, yeah, I'm in play. He's in play for me. Uh, he's been seeing the the, the uh, opportunities last the last couple weeks, uh, the running back opportunities, and this matchup here with Dallas. Uh, you know, very good. Even though you know Dallas has been better defensively, but uh, again, still like. Uh, you know, Miles Sanders has been one of the most efficient backs in football, so expect uh, him to, you know, with the touches and the opportunities to definitely come through for you this week. Uh, Dallas Goddard, he's the only pass game option that I, I really would be interested in. He's consistently seen targets from Jalen Hurts, so I'm definitely there with, with that. And then for Dallas, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. It would be Amari Cooper for me in terms of a pass game option. Um, you know, he's he's got a great matchup here. Uh, this Philadelphia secondary decimated, like we spoke about with with Dalton Schultz. Um, so, you know, again, 
like you were saying with the running backs, I totally agree. If they both play, it, it totally ruins the whole situation. Yeah, man. Um, but if, if you know, because objectively you could say Tony Pollard has been the better running back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so he has. You would want Zeke to not play so that you could just start Tony Pollard. But, um, you know, Philadelphia, they do have a, a really good run defense. I, so I'm staying away from it unless unless Zeke sits, sits again. Um but yeah, Greg. I mean, obviously, I think Patrick Mahomes. I, I mean, I would play over, over Jalen Hurts. Uh, I would play Lamar Jackson over Jalen Hurts. Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I think I would play Jalen Hurts over Ryan Tannehill only because of Derrick Henry. Mm, I just think that you that, that Tennessee Greenman matchup is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy, but you never know where those touchdowns are going to go. Like we saw last week, Tannehill get five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you know, so, Derrick Henry still finishes in the top five play. They both finished the top five at their position. Yeah, no, I mean, Derrick Henry got 140 rushing yards, 147 rushing yards, and, and, and a touchdown. Um, so he'll, he'll, you know, he'll always finish the top five play. But I just, Jalen Hurts, I mean, all, like, he was responsible for all four of Philadelphia's touchdowns yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. That that's never going to happen for Ryan Tannehill on a weekly basis. I so you know, uh, but I think I would play. I would play him over over him just for touchdown variance. But I don't think it could go wrong either way. I, I do agree with you. I, obviously, we'll get to that to that matchup next. But um, would you play Josh Allen over Jalen Hurts uh, against the, the New England Patriots? Yeah, I think so. They're neck and neck. I mean. Same kind of style. Josh Allen could own all of the touchdowns for the, his offense as well. Uh, in a low-scoring game more, though, so maybe Hurts has a little edge, but I've seen Josh Allen do it in ugly games, too, finishes QB1 and in the top three play. So that's that's tough. I'm going to go Josh Allen. Yeah, no, that one's tough. I, I'll go Josh Allen there as well. I mean, Josh Allen, I think, you know, I, I think what you're saying is – is correct, right? Where both these guys have a similar style. And so I think the floor there is going to be the same. Now, the question is, how do you get a ceiling? And this, the, we got a ceiling from Jalen Hurts last week because he had to throw the ball. You know, he was down 16 nothing in the second quarter. Uh, Josh Allen has a ceiling because he is already, he's developed into a into a great passer. Mm-hmm. So he has, he naturally just has this ceiling. And so in that sense, I'm going to go Josh Allen because Again, the floor in a, in a similar spot where the ceiling for Josh Allen, I believe, is much higher than Jalen Hurts. So, um, another one that I've seen, Justin Herbert or Josh Allen, or uh, Jalen Hurts. Ooh, uh, I'm going to go Hurts. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. That's one that's tough for me. Uh, I think I I think I lean hurts. I slightly lean hurts. Um, it is close. I actually do have to make that decision in a league. Um, but I slightly lean hurts. What about Deshaun Watson? Deshaun. Uh, Kyler Murray against San Fran. Kyler Murray. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we agree on most of them. Um, but yeah, I, that's a lot of that's those are decisions that people are actually having to make because of how late Jalen Hurts was available, and 
because of, you know, things like what we've advised, which is to take Jalen Hurts so that even if you're not going to play him, so that nobody else does. Right. So, right. Uh, he's, people are now asking these questions. Uh, what about Tom, last one, Tom Brady or Jalen Hurts? Uh, well, a little, you know, sneak, sneak, you know, Tom Brady started with potential, so I'm going to have to go Tom Brady. Ooh, okay. Didn't mean to burst the bubble there, but. Let's jump right into the next matchup then, I guess. The Sunday night football game, uh, the 10-4 and Tennessee Titans traveling to Green Bay to take on the 11-3 and Green Bay Packers out in Lambeau. This is a 56.5 point total. The Packers are three-point favorites taking the over here, taking the Packers to cover, taking the Packers to win. Tennessee's okay in terms of injuries. Uh, Jamal Williams for Green Bay. He was he missed practice with a quad injury. He's listed as questionable for this matchup, though. Um, in terms of the game, uh, yeah, I said I'm taking the over. Green Bay to cover. Green Bay to win. Uh, I'm all in on this game, man. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, they're in a smash spot here. Uh, Aaron Jones and of of course uh, Robert Tunyon. Uh, yeah, I think I play George Kittle over Robert Tunyon. Um, I know we talked about that last week. Uh, for Tennessee, I'm hoping uh, Derrick Henry continues the stretch run for us. He needs to average 213 yards uh, these next two games in order to break Eric Dickerson's rushing record, a uh, rushing yardage record of 2,105 yards. Uh, A.J. Brown could see Jair Alexander, but I'm not benching A.J. Brown. Uh, there's no way. It all it takes is one play for that guy, uh, and then Corey Davis, you know, always in play as a, as a solid wide receiver too. Uh, and then you know, Jonu Smith had a good week last week, uh, but you know, it would be tough to trust him. Uh, but you just you know, you're just kind of hoping for that touchdown in this game with you know, in the game with the highest total on the week. I think obviously the question here is what do you do with these secondary options? Marquez Valdez Scantling, Alan Lazard. Uh, Alan Lazard was very involved last week. Marquez Valdez Scantling kind of disappeared. Um, I think that Al, uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling obviously has that upside. Uh, I I just personally prefer uh, Alan Lazard. Um, you know, I think he brings the the best of both worlds, where he kind of has that that deep ball ability upside, but he also has the uh, the the ability to work that short and intermediate game. So I usually tend to want to lean Lazard, but uh, it's kind of a toss-up there. But the matchup here with Tennessee, I mean, Aaron Rodgers could absolutely go berserk Woo. here against this this Tennessee defense. Woo. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it 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 would it could it could it could be it could go crazy. It could go crazy here, Greg. Where are you at with this matchup? Yeah, I'm all into. I'm I'm taking the over. I'm taking Tennessee to cover. I'm taking Tennessee to win. Uh, yeah, I think. It's going to have all the points in this game, especially for the, the Packers side. Rodgers, top three play. Devontae, bounce back spot. So he's going to go off. Uh, you know, Aaron Jones, uh, definitely in a, a good play as well. Uh, Robert Tunyon, top five play at the tight end position as well. Uh, yeah, I, the secondary receivers, I'm not going to go there. No, the Aaron Rodgers can go off, and he probably could go off without those guys. But yeah, one of these guys could go help him to get that. I'm, I'm going to save him for DFS. 
Uh, well, on the Tennessee side, Tannehill is also in a great spot, uh, you know, as a, a top 10 play. Um, with Derrick Henry, you know, you're playing him as well. Uh, D- December Derrick, uh, and A.J. Brown and Corey Davis are also in play as well. Uh, and, and John o. Smith, uh, yeah, I think he, all these guys, anyone that can play is playable in this game is, is playable. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, I love that the Tennessee side, it can be so concentrated at times. But, yeah, this game is going to be nuts. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Good luck to to all y'all out there. Cause if you're going against it, have some have pieces in it. Cause it could these things can bounce anyway. Sunday night too. Um, it's a good game. It's nice. Yeah. Oh no, it's a great game, man. Great game for sure. Um, and now the final game of the week sixteen, uh, Monday night football, eight fifteen p.m. We got the eleven three AFC East champs changing up the guard Buffalo Bills. Crazy man, uh, traveling to New England to take on the six and eight third place New England Patriots. It's a 46 point total. The Buffalo Bills are seven point favorites on the Ooh. road Ooh. in New England. Oh man, in December, it's passing the baton, man. Let me hand just give me that, please. <laughs> oh man, this is crazy talk. Uh, Cornerback Trey White, he's questionable with a shoulder for Buffalo. So wide receiver Stephon Diggs, who apparently left the game uh, on a cart, came back to the sideline, watched the game from the sideline. Question: he injured his foot is questionable, uh, but you know he, as reported on Wednesday, he will practice. So uh, don't have any uh, report on that, but. Uh, you know, keep it, keep an eye on that. Obviously, have him in your flex spot if you are, if he's, if you know, if you're starting a bunch of wide receivers, so you can have some pivot options ready there in the event that Stefan Diggs cannot play. Um, but for the the New England side, uh, Stefan Gilmore, he is out with a partially torn quad, uh, so he will miss the remainder of the season. So, uh, tough loss there for. The Patriots, and for me, who was going against Stephon Diggs in the championship, and would really have liked Stephon Gilmore to play, so that he could have at least slowed <laughs> Stephon Diggs down the sl- slightest bit. Not going to happen. Greg, where are you at in terms of this matchup? I'm taking the under. I'm taking Buffalo to cover, and I'm taking Buffalo to win, man. Yeah, this is the changing of the guard game, the statement game, where we officially, well, it's official already. You know, the Bills are the division champions, but we, everyone gets to see it now, kind of like Buffalo taking over this division uh, for maybe, you know, a couple more years to come. So uh, I think Josh Allen, you're starting him. Um, <clears throat> the running game, again, I'm not really looking towards that. But Stefan Diggs, uh, top five play, wide receiver one. You're playing him, you know, leader in his receptions in the league. Uh, uh, Dawson Knox, uh, he could also be effective, you know, just a tight end position. So, Again, you're just uh, hoping and praying, but, you know, he was on the waiver wire section, so he could be a guy that could add and play. Uh, and, you know, Cole Beasley as well. He's also playable, um, especially in p- full-point PPR leagues. Uh, on the Pat side, it's really no one. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, – <laughs> that's funny that you <laughs> say that because – I'm taking the over here, taking Buffalo to cover, Buffalo to win. Uh, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley for the Bills. Uh, I think Zach Moss is totally playable. Uh, you know, in my opinion, given the matchup, the opportunities, he's seen 60, he's seen True. 60% of the opportunities the last two weeks. 
Uh, he's looking good as well. This, if so, if you need help at running back, um, you know, I, I think you can flex Zach Moss this week, uh, and then, uh, f- yeah, I'm out on New England. Completely yeah. out. Yeah, totally man. out. I want nothing to do with anybody. It's over, man. This is this is crazy, yo. <laughs> 2020. You know, if there was one good thing, 2020 brought. Yeah, uh, I just wish that my Jets could take advantage of it. But anyway, <laughs> start to the week. Yo, let's go, let's go, let's go, uh, Jags. Yeah, man, let's go, Jags. This they week, got a man. shot. You never Mr. know. Trubisky, just come back down to earth. <laughs> um, starts of the week time, man. And you know, what? I'm gonna start because yeah, you got it. You take. Yeah, I wish my Jets could take advantage of it, but I'm gonna go with somebody who's taking advantage of my Jets. That is. Quarterback Baker Ooh, Mayfield. Make it up. The Jets have given the the A man, J- the the Baker's here, and he might he's about to give you a dozen a dozen TDs. I don't know, man. I hope so. That'd be nice to start <laughs> the week territory for for. Uh, I would retire from you know, fantasy week sixteen championship week. <laughs> you said what? I'd retire from fantasy. Uh, it'd be over. <laughs> uh, you know, may, uh, the Jets they've gi- they've given up all year to quarterbacks. Mayfield, he's he's. You know, he's been awesome, like, as we talked about. Obviously, we talk all the time about the, the three-weather game sandwich between his, his last eight games. Uh, but he's got five top 12 finishes. Uh, out, you know, out, you know, if you take, if you remove those three-weather games from his top eight games. So, come on, man. Let Baker bring us home for you, man. Yes, sir. Greg, quarterback start of the week, man. What do you got? Uh, I'm going with, of course, I alluded to it, Tom Brady versus Detroit. You know, I know I said in the past you can't trust – Playoff, fantasy playoff Tom Brady, but this is definitely the year it's been different. Uh, I think you can trust him in this cake matchup versus Detroit. Got over 340 yards and two touchdowns uh, in the last two of the three games. Uh, he's got his highest you know, yards per attempt stretch of the season, uh, getting around 8.5 over the past three games. Uh, all his three of his receivers in a favorable matchup. Uh, this Detroit defense, talking about being bad, they're bottom 10 against you know, QBs in fantasy. They just gave up back-to-back three touchdown passing performances. Uh, Tom Brady's about to light it up, man. Oh, yeah, man. I like this one. Tom Brady was definitely in consideration for me for my start of the week this week at the quarterback position. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like you talked about with the the, the uh, playoff matchups for Tom Brady, this game's in the dome. Oh, yeah. There you go. So, it's true. Ain't worried. Ain't, ain't worried about it with 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 Thomas Edward <laughs> there this week, man. My running back start of the week, man. This is a, a confidence boost start of the week right here. It is Jonathan Taylor JT. versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. This Pittsburgh defense, man. When you see it in Yahoo or whatever app that you use, it's gonna say red, meaning it looks like it's a bad matchup. And you're gonna sit there. You're gonna think, man, do I really want to start JT? It's Pittsburgh, but the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Quite honestly, they haven't been the same since Bud Dupree went down against Baltimore Week 12. I'm starting Jonathan Taylor this week with supreme confidence. Uh, my man is playing well. He's like I said before, he's using, uh, he's showing that vision that he wasn't showing before. He's playing at a high, high level. Uh, the reason why, uh, showing the reasons why I made him my breakout running back and let him take you to this chip this week, man. Oh yeah, for sure, JT man. You know the early round draft pick coming through. Yes, sir. Greg, your running back start of the week, man. Who's leading the people to these chips, man? Oh, man, you already know he's back. I'm happy for I it. Know. It's the gas, man. You already know Miles Gaskin versus Las Vegas. Uh, you know, he, when he's healthy and active, this man is getting 15 carries a game and around four receptions a game. He's the lead back in this offense, in this cake matchup 
versus the Las Vegas Raiders. So you know he's going to reproduce with those touches. Uh, talking about how the Las Vegas Raiders is so bad. They're bottom five against bottom five running backs in fantasy. Uh, giving up over 100 rushing yards per game. Around 40 receiving yards per game. So running backs perfect for the dual threat guy that Miles Gaskin is. In a must win for this team. So you know they're going to run through him. Uh, start this man, the gas man up. Oh, yeah, man. I actually thought you were going to say Leonard Fournette. Oh, man. That's what I thought. Woo! You were yeah, that's a good one, too, though. Yeah, no, I was going to take Leonard Fournette. Uh, if you can go start Leonard Fournette, I mean, the uh, the matchup is great here against Detroit. I really wish it was Ronald Jones because I would have. Yeah, true, him. true. Uh, <laughs> but I love the gas man in this spot right here, man. Against the Raiders. Got to love that one. My wide receiver start of the week this week going to be Cole Beasley Ooh. going up against New England. Look, man, I tried to go do this well two weeks ago. Didn't come through for me, but it's going to come through for me this week. You know why? Because I'm playing against them. This one is about a potentially limited Stephon Diggs. uh, But even if Stephon Diggs does play, it doesn't even matter. Cole Beasley, he's been on one man. 100 yards yards in three of his last four games. 10-plus targets in four of his last five games. Has two touchdowns during that span. Cole Beasley, he's going to help people win some chips this week. Hopefully, it's not my opponent, but... Start this man up if you have him. Facts, man. Love that. Greg, your wide receiver start of the week, man. What do you got? I'm going with Mike Evans to stack it up with Tom Brady versus Detroit. Uh, You know, leading this team in target share, you know, over the last four or five games. Uh, And since I think Brady's going to have a great game, I think getting down the field starts with Mike Evans uh, in a favorable matchup versus any of the Detroit corners. Uh, I think it's the top 10 performance on the way. Get Mike Evans in that lineup, along with the, all the three of the Bucks receivers. They should all play well. Yeah, they should definitely all play well. I like that one. My tight end start of the week is going to be, I'm going with the stack as well. You went with the stack. Going with Austin Hooper versus the New York Jets. We talked about it before, but the Jets are terrible versus tight end. And Austin Hooper getting more involved. Baker's been on fire. You want a piece of that. And Austin Hooper, he's available Pretty much in, in most leagues, uh, it's pretty, he's available. He's pretty available in leagues because he was dropped. So pick that man up, start that man up. Uh, yeah. And, uh, have some fun when, when it's chip. Yeah, man, I totally agree with you. My start of the week was going to be Austin Hooper as well, uh, going against the New York Jets. Oh. Um, yeah, the matchup <laughs> is too juicy. Um, but you know, some confidence start of the week. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson, you know, off the bounce back, and of course, if you're somehow had George Kittle in the IR all year, which you should have, start that man up. Start of the week. And if somehow George Kittle was dropped, which possible in leagues without IR spots, pick that man up. Start that man yes, up. Yes, sir. All right, man. Now it's time for the best segment. Uh, I mean, it's been the best segment for me the last it has, weeks. It has. It has. Time to play. <laughs> time to play some get money. I'm trying to make this. I'm trying to get a win streak going here, man. Greg, you have the first pick. I do. So what are you doing this week, man? I'm you know, going to bring it home. A guy that's been hot. As my RB1, taking Dave Montgomery as the RB1, uh, lock it in at 7,800, which is still super undervalued, I believe. Yeah, I definitely agree with that With that being undervalued there. Um, get to my lineup here. Uh, oh, man, would you look at that? I also had Dave Montgomery. Oh, yeah. Me. I mean, so yeah. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> a not, smart man that's would. Not happen. Smart man would. Yeah. I'm going with Jonathan Taylor, though, 7,500 while I figure out the rest of this situation here. But, uh, yeah, Jonathan Taylor, 7,500. All right. So I'm going to go with as my second running back. 
I'm going to take Nick Chubb going against the Jets. Uh, 9,000, slot him in there uh, to, you know, to lock it in. I mean, you know, did some top two top ten plays, I hope. Okay, I like that one. Um, because you took my mind, because you took uh, um, David Montgomery, I'm going to have to go with, uh, you know, a little pivot here and get to Miles Sanders here, 7,300 going up against Dallas. I like that, definitely for the bounce back there. Um, for my first, hmm, this is going to be tough here. Trying to figure out so I can get my players. I'm going to go ahead and take it now. I'm going to go and take Baker at quarterback, 7,600, um, to get, you know, what I go for a lot, a lot of Browns I got going on here. So let's get Baker locked in. All right. Well, seeing that you got some Browns locked in, I'm just going to lock in Austin Hooper, 5,100. <laughs> That's good. That's pretty good. Uh, I like that. Um, I'm locking my first receiver, get the stack, take Jarvis Landry at 6,500, and put him in there as the last Brown I wanted to take. I'm definitely going to get Austin Hooper, too, see if I can get all of them in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to take uh, my second running back. I'm going to take Jonathan Taylor, 7,500. Did you already take JT? Did I take JT? Yeah, yeah, you already did, yeah. Oh, my bad. After Uh, Dave Montgomery. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. So then I'm going to take uh, Allen Robinson at my first wide receiver. I like that for sure. Uh, as my second wide receiver, I'm going to take Deontay Johnson at 6,700. No! Yes, sir. Put him in no! there. I need that. You know, he's still very valuable. Um, yeah, put him in there. <laughs> oh, no. I had, like, the slightest feeling that that would happen to me, like, right now as I was making that pick. All right. That's okay. Uh, I have a, a pivot right here for me. Wait a minute. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go Brandon Cooks. Okay. 7,000. Okay. All right. I like yeah. that. Um, I'm going to kind of leverage play that. Get my man Chad Hansen in there. Oh, 50, my God. You are, <laughs> you are so annoying. That's my third receiver. You know, I got some volley plays at receiver. I'm going heavy at running back, so I got to put him in there, too. You are so Yo, I'm annoying. trying to close, man. I'm trying to win this, get my 10th win. I see this because I literally had him in here. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, there's got to be a way that I can do this. Okay. Uh, so then I'm going to get as my third receiver, Rashard Higgins. Ooh, I like that. I like that, definitely. Because that Baker, one of those touchdowns, might go to Rashad Higgins. Um, I'm going to take at my flex position, David Johnson, uh, 6,700. Slot him in there. You know, give me some safe production, but good value. Yeah, as my uh, flex... Well, I'm going to go my defense here. I'm going to go uh, Chicago Bears, 4,700. Uh, like that for sure. Um, for my defense, I'm going to take the Washington football team, uh, 4,800. Um, slot them in there. Yeah, then for my flex, I'm going to go Daryl Henderson, 5,600, going up against Seattle. And my tight end would be last. It would be Dalton Schultz. Uh, yeah, slide him in there. Going against Philly at 5,200. 
All right, and then my quarterback is going to be Patrick Mahomes, four hundred. Patty going up against him, going up against Atlanta. Yeah, always like that for sure. Hopefully, he can carry you to a victory. Hopefully, man. I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> no stack here. Completely naked, Patrick Mahomes. Um, yeah, I wanted to do that with Jalen Hurts, yeah, but I just felt Baker was good price. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I started, I was going to Baker, and then I had some money, so then I got up to Deshaun Watson, but then mm. you, you stole, you stole David Montgomery from me, so then I, I had some extra money, and then you stole Chad, Chad Hansen from me, so I had to <laughs> do some other stuff, you know, a whole bunch of other the, the Cam Sims of so, this year, you know? <laughs> yeah, man, definitely. <laughs> um, All right, man, so that is all we God, I, I feel like am I missing? Are we missing something? Do we miss a segment? Like, nah, man. I mean, the only thing you lay down your lineup again. That's about it. That's but we 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 wrapped it up. We've been grinding right now. All right, yeah. So running through this matchup, running through my lineup here. Uh, well, actually, Greg, you're supposed to do this first since you're the number one pick. Oh, wordy, I got you. I got Baker Mayfield at my quarterback position at 7600 going against the Jets. Dave Montgomery as my RB1, 7,800 going against Jacksonville. Nick Chubb at my RB2 at 9,000. Chad Hansen, uh, RB, my wide receiver one at 5,700. Deontay Johnson, my second wide receiver at 6,700 going against Indy. Uh, Jarvis Landry, my third wide receiver to stack with Baker at 6,500. Uh, Dalton Schultz, my tight end at 5,200. Slide him in there. David Johnson, my flex at 6,700. And the Washington football team. 4,800 going against Carolina. Got no dollars left. Yeah, I have Patrick Mahomes, 9,400 going up against Atlanta. Miles Sanders, 7,300 going up against Dallas. Jonathan Taylor, 7,500 going up against Pittsburgh. Brandon Cooks, 7,000 going up against Cincinnati. Rashard Higgins, 5,800 going up against uh, going up against the New York Jets. Uh, Allen Robinson, 7,500 going up against Jacksonville. Austin Hooper, 5,100 going up against the Jets as well. Uh, Daryl Henderson, 5,600 going up against Seattle. And then the Chicago Bears defense, 4,700 going up against Jacksonville. Yes, sir. All right, man. Hopefully I can make it three in a row. That'd be real nice. Um, But if not, then Greg is just going to continue to demolish me like he has all season. So... Hopefully, I can get this thing turned around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll <But>. see. <laughs> Everybody, good luck out there in your championships. Uh, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Uh, hopefully, we've helped you. I know that we haven't been perfect every week, but we strive to be. Uh, that's why we work hard at what we do. And hopefully, we helped you guys uh, one way or another. Hopefully, we are able to help you all out there. And hopefully, we're helping you. Uh, get to your championship this week and hopefully we're helping you win it so uh merry christmas everybody happy new year uh happy uh kwanzaa happy hanukkah uh, whatever it is that you're celebrating everybody oh. uh, just make sure you spend time with your family uh greg's reacting to some jason tatum word tatum just hit a oh game winning hopefully potential game winning shot you know that's my guy jason tatum from duke yeah let's go over Giannis two bank shot three oh man nba's back man let's go fantastic (laughs) so merry christmas everybody uh enjoy your holidays uh we love you we appreciate you uh please again if you could fill out uh, uh rate review the podcast that would be great 
Follow Greg on Instagram at we underscore made it. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at uh, FF Diagnostics. And then follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JR Football Nerd. Have a good one, everybody. Enjoy the holidays. And we are out. Yeah.